This is ARRL's Eclectic Tech, a bi-weekly look at the technical and scientific side of amateur radio with your host Steve Ford, WB8IMY. Eclectic Tech is brought to you by ICOM. ICOM, for the love of ham radio, is about the passion for an incredible hobby. Visit ICOM in the community webpage at www.icomamerica.com forward slash community. I'm speaking with Pascal Villeneuve, VA2PV, and he's the QST Magazine product review editor. Good afternoon, Pascal. Good afternoon, Steve. Now, you recently came back from the Dayton Hamvention, which, uh, just to put that in context for listeners who may not be familiar, the Dayton Hamvention is perhaps the largest amateur radio convention in, well, the entire world, really. Uh, it's been going on for quite a while. A few years ago, they relocated it. It's technically no longer in Dayton. It's in a suburb called Xenia. But uh, it uh, still attracts large numbers of people, even after a pandemic. It's been two years since there's been a hamvention. So this is the first one since all this began. Uh, what did you think, Pascal? Any impressions? Well, it's always a pleasure to be there. For me, it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's a big thing. And uh, I miss that event because I didn't go in 2019. And uh, I usually go every year. And uh, I was supposed to go up in 2020, but because of COVID, I couldn't. So uh, this year was was the big thing for me. I'm very happy uh, to have been able to to go down there. And uh, even though it's a 13 hour drive for me, it does worth it, and I really enjoy it. Uh, as usual, seeing the people, uh, you know, friends, because this is a uh, also meet and greet uh, location to fans from from all over the world. Yes, and. In your impression, would you say, compared to the last time you were there, were there about as many people this year or less or what? Uh, I would say less. Okay, I have to say less. I don't know, probably because COVID as well, because it's not over yet. Uh, and um, there was some, most of the booth was rented, okay? So I didn't notice a lot of empty booths. But I, the first thing I notice is when you come in, the first building in Zinga is uh, usually you have the Kenwood booth, and Kenwood was not there this year. That's right. Kenwood wasn't so, there. Yeah. It wasn't there. Yeah. So uh, this was a bit of a disappointment. But uh, other than that, uh, I think there was less people. It was easier to get to the booth to talk to people. And uh, usually when, there's, uh, when it's open on the Friday, you know, it gets crowded very fast from people waiting, uh, but it didn't seem that bad this year. But uh, from what I heard, I think they had like close to, they sold like almost uh, 30,000 tickets. 30,000? So, wow. Good. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's what I heard. Anyway, I'm not uh, completely sure about that, but uh, there was still a lot of people, and it's still the biggest amphitheater uh, I've seen, so <laughs> it's still very good. Now, as you were roaming around there, of course, being the product review editor, did you see any new products that were being shown at the show? Not as much as it used to. Uh, mainly, most manufacturers were telling me that the part shortage, the chip shortage, especially everything that is electronics, uh, is affecting them. So many of the items, uh, new items are not out yet, not ready because they're waiting for parts. And uh, this is an issue, I guess, uh, well, not I guess, most of the manufacturers have, 
that told me uh, one of them uh, was showing me a, a back order on a temperature sensor that had 92 weeks uh, delay before delivery. So it's uh, wow. completely crazy. There was not a lot of uh, announcement. There was some new stuff, though, uh, that was not shown before, but uh, was already announced. But there, there's a few things. There's a few things. There was a, I think the, uh, the, the coolest thing, the unexpected thing, usually when you go at the invention, you learn something that it's not uh, expecting. And uh, that was um, the case with the new uh, ICOM uh, prototype, the SHFP1 which is a um, radio, that, uh, it's a microwave radio uh, that covers the 2.4 and the 5.6 gigahertz band that has a remote model that you, uh, module that you put in a tower with three antenna connector, one for the GPS, one for each band. And there's a Ethernet cable going down to the controller, which is exactly the same look and size as this uh, ICOM IC705. And it's, uh, this is the remote there because the antenna, you know, a lot of this, and this band. So, uh, and they added in demos, uh, in, uh, at the invention. So this was quite impressive and uh, a surprise. It's called the, uh, well, it, the, the, the number, the model number was not even on the, on the product yet. Okay. So it's really a prototype and, uh, it's called the ICOM SHF Sierra Hotel Fox Dash. P1, Papa 1, and if you look at online, you will find some information on the ICOM website about this unit. This was shown at uh, the invention. And they also had, I heard, a new amplifier, is that correct? Yeah, the, the amplifier was announced a little while ago because I saw some, some, some picture of it uh, in the past, but it's not released yet, but this year... They add the, uh, the new amplifier, which is the uh, ICPW2, uh, for uh, Papa Whiskey 2. And this amplifier is for HF and 6 meters. It's one kilowatt solid state using LDMOS linear uh, power amplifier. And uh, it's also, it has a LAN port, a remote uh, full color uh, display, uh, remote head. It also um, uh, can be controlled via IT with the RSB1 software. And a uh, very, very nice unit that was also uh, show at the, uh, at the end. Does it look like the part shortage is going to affect the release of these new or newer items as well? Well, I don't know. I don't know for these ones, but uh, everybody was talking about that. But uh, every manufacturer, but I didn't hear that it was uh, it was going to affect uh, these units. Any other new products or relatively new products? Yes. Well, yeah. well, I have a list, and I can I can go to if you want me to go. Oh directly. yeah, by all by all uh, means. Yeah, so ICOM announced a new portable uh, radio for VHF and UHF, uh, 2 meter and 70 centimeter, 5 watt output with a big uh, loudspeaker of uh, 1500 milliwatt, uh, IP67 dust tight and uh, waterproof with FM broadcast receiver, uh, of course built in CTCSS, DTSS, 11 hours of operating time. It's the new uh, ICOM IC. T10, which is the Tango 10. Uh, it's a compact, ruggedized uh, FM dual bander uh, HD. It was announced in April, but not available yet, but you can find it online. There's also from ICOM another mobile uh, that was announced, the V3500, which is a 2-meter FM 
uh, only mobile that uh, was also released, but uh, not available yet, but should uh, be shortly. It's a 65 watts power RF uh, output power. Uh, it's a powerful one with 4.5 watts uh, loud uh, clear speaker. Also have uh, some emergency call and alert function that is DSS, DTSS. It's a uh, tough construction to pass the uh, uh, military spec MIL, STD, 810G. I don't know what it means, but uh, that's the specification. You can find that uh, online uh, on the ICOM web. And what was the model number so of that again? Yeah, it's the uh, IC, V like Victor, 3500, V3500. Okay, so it's the model V3500. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yezu didn't have uh, any new announcement, but they released a lot of new radios in, in the past few months. So, but they were mainly showing the STM 200DR and the STM 6000R and all all the newest models that they have. But uh, no special announcement in the event. Uh, I saw at the DZ Kit DZ Kit they've been making kits for years. I remember first time I went in Dayton at the uh, at the invention in 2013. They were there. But they have a new model called the Sienna XL, which has a digital display for the S meter and the, uh, the frequency counter and everything. And uh, it looks nice. It's not available yet. Uh, they taken pre-order, and this is uh, a kit that you can buy. You can look online. It's called the DZ Kit, Delta Zulu Kit, in one word, Sienna uh, XL. This is uh, you can buy some uh, RF model from 20 milliwatts to 100 watts. So uh, this was shown at the invention. They, they are affected with charge shortage. So, uh, but uh, they should release uh, at some point uh, this uh, new radio. They also shown a prototype um, from the ZKit again as the R receiver uh, with an enclosure using uh, SDR Play RSP1 Alpha um, and an Raspberry Pi. And they enclosed that in an aluminum case with a, a large 7-inch touchscreen. I think it's 7-inch. And that was nice. This, there's no, no announcement or release that, but they showed their prototype there, which is a shortwave receiver with the same uh, member those shortwave receiver with only one bar with multiple um, horizontal bands. So when you take the band and you tune that, they have a similar look uh, uh, replicated into the touchscreen, touch which was nice. Okay. Okay. MFJ announced three new products. One they call the MFJ uh, Form One Nine. It's the uh, they call it the CW Elmer. Uh, this is actually a trainer where you can connect a key and it will decode on the display your sending, so you can practice to improve your sending skill. Also uh, capable of connecting to a computer and send some text via terminal program to practice code and uh, a few other things. So this is a new product they announced. They also announced the MFJ1912, which is a portable antenna mount with a kind of uh, aluminum mount where you can roll your uh, your car tire on it to hold it and put an antenna. So that, this is the kind of, uh, of kit. Uh, they also announced the MFJ1146, 1146, which is the RF filter DC power output, 40 amps. Actually, they built in the past um, uh, RF um, uh, DC filtering uh, unit called the MFJ1142, and now they included that in the DC outlet, which has uh, four uh, power, uh, Anderson power pole ports 
and uh, two banana ports, uh, two two pairs of banana ports for for ground and and positive. So uh, this was released. It's not available yet. I think there's maybe a problem with the part <laughs> shortage for that. But uh, this was announced and include DC filtering directly into the uh, DC outlet, which was nice. Um, also, uh, Anytone, uh, I went to the Bridgecom uh, booth and they, they're selling uh, Anytone radios and they, they told me that the uh, Anytone should release, release shortly the uh, remote control Bluetooth mic with the 2.4 inch color display. Uh, it was shown a few years ago, they've been talking about it, but it should be coming shortly. So this is going to be a monitor on my side. They have the new Anytone uh, Portable uh, DMR FM HD dual band with uh, it's, it's the uh, AT D878UV2 uh, because I did the review for the PSP of the version one. This is version two. It has uh, 500,000 contacts and now it's not only supporting APRS and transmit, it's also capable of receiving APRS information on the radio. So this is new. Um, there's also Comet that announced a new antenna tuner, a manual antenna tuner up to 300 watts. It's called the CAT, like the CAT, okay, it's C-A-T, uh, dash 300. It's uh, an, uh, an a manual antenna tuner up to 300 watts uh, for 1.8 megahertz to 54 megahertz. So that's from Comet. There was a few new uh, antenna also from Diamond. Um, Ultra Radio, they made rotators. They announced a, a, a new version of their RAS uh, azimuth rotator. Uh, it's called the Mini RAS. It's a smaller rotator to, uh, for, for, from their line. So this was also shown uh, as new at the invention. Uh, RF Thunder presented the P10 tablet with dual band DMR. It's a 10 inch uh, Android tablet which has LTE and all of these things inside, just like their uh, their uh, their cellular, which are also DMRFM dual band transceivers. They have a new app also that allow you to use the, the, the their gear as an hotspot. You can directly connect to IP to uh, to the to many of the DMR reflector. And in this tablet, they included they are an integrated RTLSDR, so you're able to use it as a receiver. For uh, for many bands like HF and everything, so that was in, uh, that was uh, shown at the, at the uh, invention. But I think they've shown it uh, in the last on the last as well. So there's some of the stuff that I saw for the first time that maybe are not uh, announced uh, directly into the uh, invention, like the, the two other models that are the HD. And the new mobile from Icon, they were, uh, information was released before, but uh, they were shown at, uh, at the uh, the invention. Excellent, excellent. Now, I just need you to read everything back this time, Pascal, but in French. How's that? Okay, but I'm not finishing my list, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if you want me to go through all, all of the things that I found, but uh, I was still able to find something. And, and every time we go in I go to this event, I always miss something. It doesn't matter how many times I go around and around and around and I talk to people, I still miss things. But uh, I saw, um, uh, I don't know if they are new, but it's called the Eagle One antenna, where they make portable antenna. 
they also have the uh, I saw the uh, BHI, which made the DSP noise cancelling module, you know, for audio. They also announced a new module, inline module, they call it. Uh, SDR Play did show their new uh, software, SDR, you know, called version 2 or SDR Connect. And for those Mac users, uh, in the future, you'll be able to use it on Mac. And uh, they have the M1 PC there to show it. So this will be interesting to, to see the future development of SDR, you know. And SEPIR uh, uh, also shown some new motors. Uh, improved motors for their antenna uh, at the end. And that's the end of my list. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's perfect, Pascal. That's excellent. I'm glad you enjoyed it, and uh, I hope you'll be going back next year. Oh, yes, I will. I will. I will. I, I plan to go to Amcation as well. I've been wanted to go there for a long time, and I was supposed to go this winter, but we had to cancel because of COVID. Uh, let's hope that next winter uh, I'll be able to go. Well, that was very informative, Pascal. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Tune in again for the next episode of Eclectic Tech, produced by ARRL, the National Association for Amateur Radio. Music is provided by Purple Planet at purpleplanet.com. If you have comments, email eclectic at arrl.org. This episode is copyright ARRL and all rights are reserved. I'm Sabrina Jackson, KC1JMW. See you next time.